Folks, welcome back to Chris Wine After. This is Chris in Central Pennsylvania. As events over the past couple weeks in KwaZulu-Natal and Haltang provinces unfolded, widespread, massive damage from looting, arson took place, and incalculable amount of damage has stemmed from that. And I'm not talking about the physical damage of malls burned, warehouses destroyed, property stolen, jobs lost, lives lost. Those are... Those are real losses. But beyond that, the intangible things that can't be calculated, the loss in business investment, business confidence in the lawless land of South Africa or Klaukuku land. Well, what's going to come out of this? Government efforts to help people in these provinces are already um, less than optimal. We're seeing a variety of programs announced here. The Minister of Trade Ibrahim Patel came out with an announcement today, the 30th of July, about a package as part of the 38 billion rand package was announced just a couple of days ago. And this is for 3.9 billion rand or $260 million. This is from the Minister of Trade, Industry and Competition, or as I prefer to call him, the Minister of No Trade, Ibrahim Patel. This, as I said, is part of the 38 billion relief package previously announced earlier this week. Patel explained that $1 billion of this was previously earmarked for programs in the Department of Small Business Development and the Trade, Industry, and Competition Department. So what happens to that money? It must have had a purpose. $1.4 billion stems from reprioritized funds from the Industrial Development Corporation. Okay, what happens to that? The Treasury promised a billion rand. Oh, because they just have so much money sitting around. And the National Empowerment Fund gave $200 million to the cause, which begs the question. This $3.9 billion or $260 million, who's it for? Will it only be available to people of a certain skin pigmentation? Is that what's going to happen? We've seen this time and again. Just last year, the Tourism Relief Fund was a racist program set up to deny minority South Africans access to grant money in the midst of an unprecedented black swan event of the pandemic. Now, Patel said the funding be used in many different ways and may include grants where it's warranted, offering businesses working capital for raw materials, stock replenishment, buying equipment, and small-scale repairs. That would probably be the most effective direct use of the money is grants for those purposes, particularly for spaza shops, tuck shops, and small businesses. The larger big box retailers will likely have the resources and can draw on capital from the banking sector if necessary in order to recover. But it's the small and medium-sized enterprises, the ones that are most affected by this. Now, in a clear move to allay fears about a lawless and unattractive South Africa, Patel went to great lengths to give the impression that all is well in cloud cuckoo land, saying that during a recent meeting with uh, Ford Motor Corporation about its expansion in South Africa, which includes electric car production and strength and export logistics, the, uh, the brazen issue came up. What issue, may I ask? Well, the brazen looting and abysmal government response. Now, Patel doesn't call it that, but the, that's exactly what I call it, brazen looting and an abysmal government response. Now, Patel said that Ford took the view that, from the long view, all they needed to see is that there is going to be a clear security plan going forward. Ford was committed to an investment of 16 billion rand, which is on track and would be completed. <laughs> yeah, okay, so all they need is a clear security plan. Yeah, okay. Well, it, that may be the case for Ford, who's already in for a penny, in for a pound. But for others who may be looking for a footprint in Africa, South Africa is not an attractive destination. Not only do you have lawlessness, widespread pervasive violence, crumbling infrastructure, you also have ludicrous racist legislation pending before the parliament to expropriate property without compensation. Who in their right mind would invest in a broken country like that, where the country is run by thieves? 
Patel further said that if we're to change the conditions so that those who subvert democracy cannot find broader purchase, cannot find broader support, then it must be through more jobs and more local economic development. To which I say, bravo, well said, Minister Patel, but you and your government would be the very people who've destroyed economic development, undermined local development, undermined investment with your ludicrous race-based policies and your National Coronavirus Command Council decisions, which you participate in, Ibrahim Patel. Let's see the hits. Let's just run off the list of the hits. For the lockdown, you ban the sale of takeaway food. You ban the sale of e-commerce. You ban the sale of open-toed shoes. What was that all about? Is, is the big toe the main vector? You can't buy open-toed shoes. Your complete cluelessness when it comes to a market-based economy and economics in general shows on a daily basis. I'd recommend to President Ramaphosa, who apparently is considering reshuffling his cabinet, don't reshuffle it. Just sack a lot of them and start with Beckett Sile, Ibrahim Patel, and Nkozani Dalinizuma and go from there and replace them with someone that can walk and chew gum. In what I can only describe as a wildly misleading statement, Patel had the following to say. According to participants who contributed to the survey or study that they did about this, uh, these are businesses mostly in KwaZulu-Natal. At least 10,200 jobs were affected across manufacturing, retail, and service businesses. And Patel said that 43% of the respondents in the survey estimated they could recover in less than a month, whereas 7% said it would take a year or more. <laughs> what? What? 10,000 jobs? <laughs> 10,000 jobs are lost in central Durban alone, let alone Peter Maritzburg and all the rest of the province. 10,000 jobs. It's ridiculous. Media widely reporting 150,000 job losses. I've predicted and assessed that it would be at least 300,000 jobs directly lost as a consequence of this. Patel, with a straight face, says 10,200 jobs. Even if respondents gave you those figures because that's what they've already let go, you ought to have the common sense to say that it's going to be far larger than that because we know it's far larger than that. 43% of respondents said they could recover in less than a month. Did you like survey every business in the province? That's why you got 43%. Mostly businesses not damaged. People are completely wiped out, Minister Patel. Destroyed. Everything is gone. There's nothing there to recover. Small, medium-sized enterprises, informal traders. Gone. How can they recover in less than a month? It's shocking to hear that. And 7% saying it would take a year. Many will never recover. That's not even addressed by Ibrahim Patel. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, the latest on yet another rescue package by the government of South Africa. 3.9 billion rand or $260 million. $260 million isn't even going to begin to address rebuilding of actual facilities. Structures that were destroyed, looted and arsoned, burned to the ground. $260 million construction costs is going to be far beyond that. We keep seeing endless reports and claims by government and the capture meeting South Africa about woefully low numbers for the carnage here. Now, we shouldn't get carried away and say it's trillions of rand because we don't know that it's going to be that. But it's certainly not going to be a few hundred million rand or a few billion or 10 or 15 or even 20 billion or 35 billion. It's going to be well north of that figure. And what I believe is happening is that the press and the government are wildly under-reporting the real carnage and damage. KwaZulu-Natal will not recover in a month. It will not recover in a year. It may take years before it gets back to where it was on June 29th. Folks, if you're not a subscriber to Chris White Africa, hey, smash that like button right down there. 
yeah, smash the like button and become a subscriber. They're both right below the video. Thanks a lot for your support and your patronage. Be safe out there. Thank you very much.